like your head's bigger. <laughs> it is. I don't think so. Something on your head is making it appear bigger. I don't know if it's your beard. It, it might longer, be the beard because it's hair. getting thicker or the hair is getting fuller. Your head looks like a watermelon. Maybe I'm allergic to something in your room here. So your head swells up? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you look like Santa Claus. <laughs> What is going on right now? I don't know, but your head doesn't look real. No. Uh, you got a fake head. No, no. It's it's a proportional head. Can we scoot the board back, maybe? I, is that going to take care of your problems? Here, pull it back. You can just slide. The, oh, my no, God. No, I don't want the... The <laughs> mic was where I wanted it. <laughs> You can't just done this yourself. Man, you I was holding the hold table, dude. The table's fine. No, I didn't want you to move the I table. Need move, I need to move it now. Oh, my <laughs> God, dude. We got to get a studio. I want three vapes. You have three vapes. I want No, but I want two more pins. Oh, you want the battery I pieces. Want, I want to triple bang it, dude. A triple bang it, you say? Uh-huh. That is what she said. <laughs> I want to get an Indica cart, a Sativa cart, and a hybrid cart. Triple bang it. Bow. <laughs> Sounds like a dangerous game to play, man. And I want it to be strawberry, watermelon, and apple, dude. Just a fruit explosion in my mouth. I, yeah, that's what I want to do. So what? Now, your journey is yours to make. Just take the first step into your fruit foray. What's a foray? <laughs> go away in the foyer while we're waiting for the festival down on friday night i'm not going to any festival with you you would have to though what kind of festival i'm just thinking like a carnival like um this vis- vistas vistage you look over it's like a line the sandy shoreline and it's like midnight moon above festival going lights all about i go to the carnival for the food i don't fuck with anything else there yeah you like the elephant ears Elephant ears, the mm. deep fried Oreos. So they always got barbecue and some shit there. I've not been to a carnival in years. Yeah, I'll never ride those rickety fucking carnival rides. And I won't play those rigged carnival games. I just want to eat the food and leave. That sounds like a plan for next time. When the carnival comes to town. You just hit up the vape a few times? Good times at the carnival. Hey! What? I don't know, man. Don't what me, dude. You sent like 900 things I just didn't. today. I didn't. I sent just a few in no. case I couldn't keep it on the rails. I had to, you know, freeform it. Come back with the story such as this one. Jesus Camp. Jesus Camp. Give me a little bit of a synopsis of what Jesus Camp was. So Jesus Camp, first of all, this is a Oscar-nominated documentary from 2006. So it was an older one. But these kids from all over really came to this camp called camp on fire there's people preaching to them and there was kids preaching and there was a lot of crying and a lot of brainwashing there was the political guy that came and talked about politics it was a republican jesus camp for sure it was indoctrination i've never seen idealism put into someone else and really putting them on a pedestal the one thing i can say for sure that they try to put these kids in a light that they were the saviors you fix our problems 
because we can't fix them ourselves. And you're talking about them preaching that to kids anywhere from ages three on up. They're beating it into them and the kids are eating it up. I never went through that lifestyle. I now know people that have and it is eye-opening. I didn't realize how so much of this information is used. I felt really terrible for those kids, man. They never even had a chance to make a choice. That's all they knew because it was just put in them at such a young age. Man, that one little girl, man, I think she cried the whole camp. She was very invested. And then that girl walking up to that girl at the bowling alley. So in a scenario, she felt compelled. She said that Jesus told me to come to you and say that he loves you and it's not too late for you. I couldn't help but think that that young girl that approached her thought, this girl looks like a whore. She was just a regular girl out on a Saturday night. She was dressed up on a Saturday night. And this young girl that's just been fucking bred with Jesus that talks like a robot approached her and says, hey, I think you're a whore and Jesus loves you. Is basically what she told her. And I will always say this is I'm good with whatever you believe in. And in fact, the documentary picked up on a very good speaker, which was this guy that had his own radio podcast host show. And he was obviously a Republican, but he was picking apart this whole scenario. And he even had the the main woman, what was her name? Betty? Becky something. Becky something (laughs) call into the show and he went toe to toe with her. And he was just dug into the whole idea that you're using this child force as an army almost. I mean, you're you're twisting so much of it into politics now. And you shouldn't. And he, as a Republican and as a Christian man, it seemed like on that talk show, he totally went against that. That was 2006. And that guy that was doing that radio show was a Republican. But he hated this. It was nice to see there were two Republican parties back then. And they weren't afraid to go at each other. And now we don't have that. We just have that radical, dude. That radical fucking took over. When they were at the camp and they had the cardboard cut out of Bush, George Bush wanted to be loved, but he didn't want to be worshipped. If there's camps like this now that had Donald Trump things, like he loved that, dude, because he wanted to be worshipped. Just the whole political field has changed just since that 2006 documentary, man. It's... It's scary. There is a follow-up where they are 10 years later. Did you say you watched any of that? I didn't watch it. I just read the article. Pretty much all of them who were hardcore into it are still into it. The exception of one. He was my favorite character (laughs) from the show. If you guys watch it, he's the little blonde-headed kid with the bowl cut. I, I, I think he might have split personalities because when he arrives, he has this look on his face like... I hate being here and this is bullshit and I just want to see some chicks. And then there's parts of it where he's just like on his knees and tears. But then the part that I that made me relate to him the most was when he got up in front of everyone and he spoke and he said, you know, I struggle with this. He admitted this in front of these hardcore Jesus people and you could tell they didn't like it. His 10 year follow up was he was fucking donezo. But yeah, it was a heavy documentary. There's be ways that that information is given and it needs to be given at certain ages at that point your kids are just now you've bred them to be part of your army that's even what becky this religious teacher said is that 
from this age to this age, they're the most impressionable and they learn the most. So we need to get to them then to teach them what is right. Out of all of the shit she was spewing and all of the shit they were spewing on that show, I agreed with none of it. But there was one thing I did agree with. She said that Harry Potter is a warlock and he can be not put on a pedestal because he is not in the eye of Jesus. He would have been burned at the stake. All right, lady, you got me on this one. Mm -mm. You got me on this one. No, you would not. Because there'd be no Harry Potter. There'd be no Lord of the Rings. There'd be none of that bullshit. I would have to watch a 14 hour movie of some fucking hobbits walking across a forest for nothing being mean to a bald guy It always comes back here, doesn't it? It always so, comes back to the beginning here. That'd be the one thing I took away from Jesus Camp is uh, fuck Harry Potter. I guess the only thing I take away from Jesus Camp is fuck you. But no, it was uh, a religious, I don't know, man, religious drama right there. And our next saga that we'll be reporting on is we're going to watch Tourette's Camp. Is that a real thing? Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, we get real high and watch it right now. Oh, we could, we could watch it. You wait. Do you have a, v, a VHS tape player? No. All right. All right. Real quick. Do you have one? <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. So when's the last time you can remember having one? What well, had to have been when I was living in uh, with my dad back in the day, which had was been uh, twelve. What was it been? Uh, God damn, maybe twenty five years ago. Was that that long ago? Let's let's do a little bit of our um, thirty seconds of work real quick. Dude, I think mine would have been 2002. VHS tapes stopped being produced in 2008. So that would have been 12 years ago. Yeah, dude. It's not my 25. So 2002. I was a little off there. Just a tiny bit. Was the last time I can remember having one. Gotcha. Okay, well. That's crazy. Doesn't that feel like a lifetime ago? Yeah, it it really wasn't that long ago. It does. 12 years? Is, I mean, 12 years is 12 years. 12 years? 13? 12, <laughs> 12 years? What 2002? I, it's 2021. Uh-huh. Oh. That's 19 years. 19 years. Wow, I was thinking about 2008. Your head has gotten bigger, but your mouth 2008. Yeah, it's 12. Smaller. No, fuck off, dude. <laughs> fuck you. You know what I'm doing. You're changing up the rules as I'm playing the game. I don't like it. The rules of math have always been the same. Now when you change the equation of what I'm trying to input and output. You're outputting it. Okay, anyway, two VHS tapes. I'm going back to that. No, no, I got another question. Oh, you guys swing back at me, huh? Can you remember Uh, what the last VHS tape was? No, but I want to give it a solid one, and I'm going to say it's probably twister Ooh, i watch that one all the time bill paxton your favorite actor uh mine would have been probably batman which one michael keaton the first one yep so uh, cool you shake the solid ggs for him it's a fucking sign dude what's that mean did the power go off no look at the power still on the board it's just your computer i watched it turn off too turn it back on i'm not getting up there's something there i ain't scared I'm not scared either. I just don't want to go over there. <laughs> like, what if something just like fucking? I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that chair to start spinning by itself. It's 420, dude. Oh, fucking! What the fucking? The weak gods are talking to us. Holy shit! What does this all mean? 
your computer turns off, so we stop doing what we're together, and all of a sudden we were back on 420? Come the <laughs> fuck on, dude. Talking about letters. Were we talking about letters? I was talking about rentals, VHS tapes. Why were you? You were talking about letters or something, writing letters. You're a writer now. I like writing letters. I know. You're a writer, man. Anyway, well, what would you do if you got put in jail because you forgot to return your VHS rental from 2008? What? Texas woman faced a felony charge for not returning VHS tape over two decades ago. She had a warrant out for her arrest, and she recently <laughs> found out she got one. So, so somehow this got bypassed through 20 years. She just happened to try to change her name after she got married in Texas, and I was pinging back to Oklahoma. It's like, hey, you got a warrant. And it came from this VHS tape, and it came from a company that had went bankrupt six years before that. She got a hold of it. She put it on the local news, and then the charges got dropped because of that just ridiculous how many fucking holes exist like that 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 shit just can f- keep filtering through until it gets somewhere to go what the fuck is this it also goes to show you how just stupidly bogged down our legal system is at the end of the year they should have an audit where they just go warrant for vhs tapes get that the fuck out of here what's this guy <laughs> uh warrant for a 12 dollars traffic ticket get that the fuck out of here dude <laughs> someone's gonna get pulled over now that cop's gotta arrest someone for a fucking stupid vhs tape warrant so now you're wasting resources there now this person's got to pay to get out of that over a fucking 12 dollar vhs tape what are we doing how did the company that originally do this got it to be a felony for a rental what kind of fucking people were that that were running that movie rental place those some of those places used to be cutthroat back in the day man they charged you motherfucking three dollars a day for every day you didn't bring that shit back i remember that because for us it was the family video was the happening spot on friday and saturday nights you went there to have a good fucking time I know a real piece of shit. I won't say their name. This was just after high school, so like 18, 19. So this piece of shit was on his an authorized renter on his grandma's Blockbuster account. His grandma died, so he went and rented a console and a bunch of games, and then he just never returned it because it was on his grandma's account. I can verify this story because uh, I played on that rented console. <laughs> The Reddit console. Which console was it? Not the Sega. What's the Sega one? Not the Sega, but the Sega one? The Sega one, the... Saturn? No, the good one. It was white, dude. Dreamcast? There you go, that one. Fucking Crazy Taxi, NFL 2K. It was amazing what they would let you rent at a fucking video store back then. They gave this kid... A fucking Sega Dreamcast. I want to say it was six games. And all he had to do was leave a $100 deposit. Do you remember how much it was, though? Their actual rentals, like, per day? For the console? Yeah. was 20 bucks. That's a lot of money they're making. Because those consoles were five, 500 bucks? And it was a minimum one-week rental. Did we watch the documentary about the video Blockbuster going out of business? Yeah. Okay, we're making hand over fist, man, in the rental game. That makes sense because you could rent out a, a, like an N64. I don't think they were that much for me. I think they were 10 or 15. That was a badass weekend when you did that. Yeah. You got a, you got a carrying case for it, and you were just... You felt like a king. Yeah, You dude. were walking down the sidewalk. You are like, I got, I got my system right here. What you got? Nothing? Cool. Yeah, dude. Carry on. I'm going to go play me some of these games, baby. Go back to your Game Boy. I only remember renting a console one time. I rented a Sega Saturn. And then I remember at the time my stepdad being like, 
It's cheaper to fucking buy this thing. <laughs> Shut up. What are we talking about? We're talking about blue dogs right now. No. Well, <laughs> I was going to talk about something. Remember? No, you. D- I don't know what you were talking about. Were you going to talk about something? Yeah, remember? And then you cut me off, I think. I don't think I cut you off. Did I say something? Uh, you've been saying stuff, but I don't know if you've been actually saying anything. I had a weird dream the other night. Okay. Play me that game. Pretend like I'm there. What's up? Dude, I had a dream that... I was at this store, right? And I was in line and someone came up behind me and they were like, hey, are you that podcast guy? And it was a lady's voice. And I'm like, yeah. And she was just like, I just want you to know that we do have fun. And I turned around and it was a Mennonite lady and I woke up. No fucking shit. That's a real dream you had? Yeah, dude. It scared me a little bit. And then I remembered like we talked about them on the banana boat. Yeah, you talked about your trip to Florida where you saw them in banana boat and they had no emotions. So now this is a resounding factor that's now in your life. Just want you to know that. Does that mean I just need to figure out what Mennonite ladies do for fun just to like turn that part of my brain off? I think you got to figure out what this information means to you. Or does that mean I now have to entertain Mennonite ladies? Man, isn't this just a quandary that you got yourself into? Yeah, I don't really know. And I don't really want to try to help with this one. I want to see you what you figure out. But I'm afraid where I'm going to go with this if I go it alone. (laughs) The trajectory couldn't be any better. I mean, you got clear skies in front of you. Just go ahead and give it a rip. I figure I knock the easy one off the list first. I do some research, figure out what they do for fun. See if that shuts that part of my brain down. Step one. If it does, we're good. A Mennonite lady comes to me in a dream again, then maybe I need to... I need to reach out to the community. Now, are you supposed to be keeping a dream journal? Who said that? I I know we didn't really set a standard. Motherfucker, I'm keeping a journal right here. It's saved on the internets forever. Yeah, but it's not a true dream journal. Hmm. Dream journal lets you journey down your own dreams and you get to see what you did possibly in a little bit more detail as you have it fresh in your brain. But that was the dream. But you're missing details. But what? I don't know. I wasn't there. I can't <laughs> But that's you. what I'm trying to figure out now, motherfucker. If it's just a part of my brain where now I'm just curious what they do for fun. I, I, I don't know. So I'll figure that out first. And if that doesn't work, then maybe I need to be entertainment. Now I need to figure out how I can entertain the Mennonite community. But I don't know how one would do that. Definitely sounds like you got to commit to the SB ways, dude. Just that's a it. scary commitment, bro. You got to commit to the studying of it. That's deep cover uh, shit. Uh, hey, undercover is your best ally right here i can't grow that beard and you don't you know what you, you you just do your style just give it a little bit of a twist it's like hey i'm here it's me i'm should good I, should Let's i walk in wearing their clothes or should i walk in like wearing my clothes bro that's good questions to ask someone from that community. I but mean, how, do respect I, the yeah, ways. how do I fucking get in touch with someone? Sure, you know what? This is the best way you're going to do is it. Is there a Mennonite hotline? Walk up to the door, <laughs> knock on it, and be like, hey, I got some questions. I want to no, see if you can answer this. that's how fucking people get shot in the face, dude. Sometimes you got to take the risk to get the reward. Uh, I'm not taking that risk. Well, then you better figure it out because uh, this is on uh, you, dude. No. I'm not the one thinking about it all the time. Nah, bro, I ain't walking up on no Mennonite's porch being like, yo, what's up? Nah. And in fact, now it seems like it's infecting your dreams, too. Mm-mm. Coaxing your dreams into a different narrative. Different reality, even. What happens if it happens again? I guess we'll get there, right? Hats off and cheers to that. I hear a UFO right now. The oh, one. did you see that rocket? That Chinese rocket touchdown? Did it? Where did it land? 
Indian Ocean? It was the size of a Mack truck. Oh, it would have caused some damage. Some damage. Dude, it would have fucking obliterated something, dude. Let's say that fucker would have hit the Pentagon. It would have been war. You think so? Yeah, absolutely. Would have been an act of terrorism. And they would have went straight for it. What if it would have took out like a fucking city in Montana? That's a stern talking to. But if it hits like the White House or the If Pentagon, it hits something like that. Oh, uh, you injured our pride. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you guys definitely. Because we did. We went through the rockets and we found parts that weren't meant to be there. So we uh, reverse engineered it. It was guided there. And it was guided there. So you guys are fucking liars. We're going to war. So you think this was a test run, though? <sighs> You think this was a test run? You think this was just a... Because I'll be honest, you know, after we did that little report on that uh, Nemo site for the dead satellites, we don't know how much shit's falling from the skies anyway all the time. That's true. So I wonder how much stuff they do. I mean, it fucking seems like everything is aimed anyway. This was just happened to be the rogue one that went wild. And it just so happened to be the size of a fucking semi-truck? Yeah, just a... Yeah. SB Worldwide presents to you Conspiracy Theory. This was no random rocket event. This was a test run. And it showed you they can do whatever they want. Splash it down in the Indian Ocean. Next time, who knows where it's going to land. Well, it would stop them just from fucking shooting a nuke up to space. And then just so happened to have that come crashing down. I don't think that's so far from the truth of what priority exists now. What would a war with China look like? If they agreed not to completely destroy the planet, it would be a lot of ground war. If the truth was like no nukes, if the people in charge were at least that smart, it would be a ground war, I would think. But where? It'd be, it'd be a lot of different fronts, man. It'd be here and it would be there. Be fought on both. I think you would see more uh, West Coast here in the U.S. Because that's just the direct shot. And then you would have East Coast because they need, I mean, that's where some power, I mean, that's where D.C. is. There's a lot of different scenarios you could play out. Dude, that's crazy. But then you got a good old Elon has uh, all his satellites up there with laser beams. I'm sure can take out all the nukes when they do Freaking start flying. Laser beams. He's got like a laser in on him. He's like, hey, guys, got lasers. That's true. That's true. It could be that. Mm-hmm. What's that letter you sent me? Mm. So this just reminded me of what I used to have to deal with all the time. I found this little story about a man that got so irate with AT&T that he put an ad in the Wall Street Journal for $1,100 to berate them. And this just reminded my history. You guys, uh, you don't, maybe you don't know this. I worked for AT&T. I didn't, I don't anymore. The story for you guys. Lifelong <clears throat> customer. He's had three meg internet forever. And AT&T keeps promising they'll upgrade a service. Well, they're not going to. You go to the website, type in your residential address around his home. It comes up with no service available. He's just hanging on to what they're probably pulling the thread from anyway. They don't want to provide service because it's too expensive expensive so he decides to take out a full length ad incredibly expensive right it was 1100 bucks and i really got to get into this for you the one part that really got me in this article was how he was talking about the competition in the area and how they're over like a certain speed they're over 200 meg so, so why haven't you gone to them that was my exact point so instead he took it upon himself to berate them and i, I get it man your internet sucks go somewhere fucking else we all have to play that game and it sucks that i can't stay with a certain company 
because it's just easier to stay with that company. And you, frankly, you probably just don't like change. He's 90, dude, and he still can't grasp his head around that there's other places to get phone and internet from other than AT&T. Because he grew up with fucking Ma Bell. Ooh, Ma Bell. Give me a shot, Ma Bell. Mm-hmm. Talk about Ma Bell, Ma Bell. That's Michigan Bell for you guys. Let's take it a different direction. Let's talk about art real quick. And let me let me give you let me give you a little bit of scenario. It did it again. It did it again. It's randomly shutting off. Let me paint a picture for you guys now since we're there. Burke's computer just turned off. No reason. No regard. And here we are wondering what it could be. Because what it could be is very technical. Technically dangerous. If he touches it just the right way, he might get shocked. That's number two. The wonder of time. No. It moves all about. In and out. And I wonder what was going through this couple's mind when they found out that they had destroyed a $400,000 painting by putting more paint on it. But and honestly, it wasn't their fault. So I'm going to talk about this real quick. Let me paint the environment and the atmosphere. You're in an art deco. And you have this long 22-foot painting, and it's just a splash of abstract colors. Looks like people are just, like, slapping paint at it. And you guys are on a date having a good time, and at the baseboard, you see just a bunch of cans, and there's a bunch of paintbrushes. So you think, well, the hell, this has to be an interactive exhibit, right? Why is there paint down here and brushes that look like the walls just, like, splashed on? couple goes, well, hell yeah. Do-do-do, the little splash on there, and leave. Well, security finds out that you tenclitch defaced a $440,000 painting that's been there since 2016. And the setup with all the paint cans and the brushes was part of the venue. It's an abstract art piece. It was set there like that on purpose, and the, the couple just didn't realize it wasn't part of the whole deal. I get it. I get it, too. I wasn't upset. Neither was the museum slash wherever this was because they didn't press charges. They understood it. I mean, frankly, you if you looked at the setup, I would have made the same bad call and slapped some paint on that one. But, man, that call that you would have had to take going, I did what? I destroyed that. I, do I need a lawyer? But they had insurance, and the, and the, the painter was like, <clears throat> oh, you know, we're good. Something we're good, whatever. It's, what is what it is. And then, in, in turn, all this publicity from this has drawn more attention to it anyway, because they want to see, like, who fucked this up? It just has more attraction now. So it has a, a cool reaction to the action of the reaction action that you could have seen props off hats off to all involved like it love it carry on see like what like what would happen if the if people wouldn't went the the, the the negative side with us get thrown in jail you could, hey you guys defaced a pain and get in jail and then it's all bad publicity well done you guys knew what you, you were doing why can't art just be fucking art you know what I mean? Like, you gotta fucking leave paint cans out to explain. Like, no, on the fucking wall, dude. That's for, not- for me, an eye, <clears throat> I don't have an eye for art. I like art. Don't have an eye for it. I want to know that your guys' open cans and paintbrushes wasn't part of this whole setup. To me, I'm just not that deep yet, apparently. <laughs> to me, it just seems like you're a lazy painter who splattered some shit on the wall. You didn't want to clean the paint cans up. So you were just like, this is the art. Not everyone realizes it as the art. 
It's an interactive piece. There's paintbrushes and paint. There's interactive art pieces. Like at the history museums. At the science museums. Riding the dinosaurs. Clean your paint cans up, fucker. Get them out of here. So that way you don't have a young couple worrying about a fucking half a million dollar check they got to burn through. That's just me, though. That's not my... I'm not you. I'm not the point. I'm not the painter, man. Here's an interesting story that just came out today in the Wall Street Journal. Recent information. Lay it down. Melinda Gates was meeting with divorce lawyers since 2019 to end marriage with Bill Gates. The couple hasn't said what prompted the split. One source of concern for Miss Gates was her husband's dealings with convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein, according to the People and a former employee of their charity, the Billing Melinda Gates Foundation. Mrs. Gates' concerns about their relationship dated as far back as 2013. She was concerned about Epstein before we even knew what Epstein was. Well, that would make sense. I mean, he's been photographed with him. It makes me question, what did Melinda Gates find out to make her want to leave her husband? She had to have heard something or seen something. What the fuck does she know, bro? Yeah, but don't you think, this is going down a conspiracy route. It is. Don't you think if Bill knew that she knew, wouldn't he just take her out? If you don't want that information leaked, then you're just going to let that go? I'm just saying that one just sounds a little. I don't. I don't know. I, I guess I just don't know. We need. We where's we need. What is that? Chris Collins. What's his name? Not. It's not Phil Collins. Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen. Where's Chris Hansen at? Like we need him investigating this. In 2013, either someone went to Melinda and said, "Yo, this is what the fuck goes down on that island," and now that what's her face is still alive. Maybe some big names are about to come out, dude. They divorce. He redistributes half his wealth to her. She can continue on his good stuff. He tries to buy all of our love with a vaccine. And in three months, we find out he liked to fuck 13-year-old boys in the butthole on Jeffrey Epstein's island, dude. <laughs> like, that could be a scenario. That would be the perfect rebound from COVID. What? If we finally get all of the truth. If they let that lady go... Just to fucking spill all the beans and give all the proof. We empty the swamp in 2021. Oh, my God. I'm going to empty the swamp right here. <sighs> like, it would, it would transform everything. It would transform Hollywood. It would transform sports. It would transform corporations. You're talking about the great cleansing coming up. You're talking about a flood, a cleansing wave flood that's just going to wash over all the filth that stretches from D.C. to L.A. and Miami and back again to Texas and Dallas and all the way up north to Great White North and Canada up there. You can see, and it fucking takes it all out. Would he be the most shocking? No, I do it. I don't know if it would be even one particular part that would be the most shocking because I, I think what you would see is the most illuminating part will be how many are involved. I don't think the people involved. I think it's, it's going to be part people involved, but the the sheer number of people that are actually involved from celebrity to business mongol to presidents who knows there's mongols <laughs> yeah that's how you say that word business business, business mongols you mean moguls <laughs> no, i like to say moguls mongolians like you gotta take over business you gotta be in horseback man you don't even know about horsebacks 
hit packs and there's horses. That's when, all you need to know. When you get higher. I'm already high enough to see down below. See down below what, creep? <laughs> Flying like an eagle. <laughs> Flying through the skies. <laughs> if you could dance in the pale moonlight, would you? I mean, what do you mean if I could? I can do that anytime I want. No, you can't. There's no pale moonlight. Can't do it anytime you want. You have to do it when there's a moon and it's pale outside. What do you mean? Yeah, I can do that anytime I want, though. No, you can't. You can't do it right now. There's a pa- there's a moon every night. But you can't do it right now. This very moment. Oh, if I, I don't need to do it right now, but I can, sure. No, you can't. It just doesn't exist right now. I don't want to. I wouldn't want to do that right now. It's because you can't. I want to ride go-karts. That's like saying go ride one right now, but you can't because there's no one here. I no can, but I no could go ride go-karts. You can go somewhere and do it, but you can't do it right here. I could someday. Yeah, maybe if it was here, but it's not here, is it? Oh, you don't have one either. I don't, Shut I, up. I don't want one. Liar. No one you're really fu- wants a go-kart. You're fucking liar. Everyone dude. loves the idea of a go-kart. No, but once they get in there, they go, oh, this is cool. I've done no. I've done this like every day because I drive. No, dude. Now that I just have no windows. Cool. Nope. <laughs> oh, corner. Oh, another corner. Oh, another corner. Oh, no, it crashed. No, I'm talking about like if you had a piece of property where you could make your own like dirt track and you had your own go-karts, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. The, that's the best. Oh, that's a good time. No, no, dude, I never lived that life. Why the fuck would I even need those? I would never use those. Why? You know what? You could do that right now. Yeah, but that's not something you but, do every day. That's something you do like. But you still don't have the ability to because you just don't care that much. So I don't think you really even care about that much about go karts. But I'm saying in the future, if I have a piece of land, I will have go karts because I can be like, hey boys, Saturday we're grilling out and we're riding fucking go karts. This is a scenario that's just like one of our buddies, as this buddy has been working on getting a PC for years. Like we all play on the PC and he's just like dragging his ass and playing on the Xbox. Let's just be real. <clears throat> this reminds me that like you get this property and you have a house. You're like, I'm going to build this go-kart range and it, it will always be, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it going. It never happens. It will never be a thing. I don't think you like go-karts. Me? Yeah, I just don't think people actually like go-karts. I think they like the idea of it. Yeah, but you got to have a place to uh, use it. And, like, if you live in a neighborhood, there's no point to have a go-kart. So what all the people say that just don't believe in go-karts. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking jerk and a stupid person. And I don't like your big head today. I like my big head. So, I mean, that's full circle, baby. I think that's where we're, I think this is taking us to our final thoughts. You got any final thoughts for me real quick? Or uh, you got, you got, you got, you know, you What's up? You ever find yourself in a real cereal funk? No, no. Uh, uh, a cereal funk? I've, I don't know. Oh, can you explain to me what that <clears throat> means? Like, I'm in a real cereal funk right now, meaning, like, I like having cereal, but re- no cereal just really sounds good to me. How long has this afflicted you? About a month. And what have you done to try to snap yourself out of it? Well, I mean, I don't know. My plan was to get a buffer cereal, trying to reset my my cereal buds. And that buffer cereal was going to be frosted mini weeds. But then the grocery delivery people didn't bring it. So now I have no cereal. But now I think about cereal and none of them sound good. Right now, all cereal should sound good. You ever get like that with any, like, maybe not cereal, but another food? Yes. 
Fine example. We used to get quite a bit of Mexican food from a local place here. We did it so much. It was like once a week. It was like Taco Tuesday, right? That I got sick of it. I have a hard time even going back to that restaurant just because all I can think about is getting the same fucking food because that's what I do. It was green enchiladas and it was great up until I decided that I no longer could eat this. And now, now, it's, now I'm burned out on it. I'd be burned out on it too because I know that place you're talking about. It's not that good. It's it's really good. It's, it's just, not that good. There's better places. Your taste buds are the best. Just like your eyes are off. You like, don't off. work. You don't work. Uh huh. Yeah. My my full circle is so I worked on the show so much that when it comes to editing, that it's affecting my real life. When I edit the both of us, we have certain words that we overuse. You already know this. You use like all the time. I sprinkle in basically and actually too much. And there's several other keywords that are just overused. So now in my everyday life, when I'm talking to a person, I'm catching the parts I would edit out of this conversation because it's either too long, doesn't make sense. It's too clicky because my voice gets clicky. And I'm just wondering, wow, my words, my worlds are blending now. And it's it's strange to me because I'm, I'm picking apart conversations based on just listening to us so full circle name of the episode you have transformed you're not the same person dude you are not a human dude you were your head now is a different size you you and you look like the dude i have long hair and i took it out of my, my but your head got smaller well i took dude, it out your head got smaller well yeah because the hair is hiding it now no my hair is pulled back remember no oh my god you're making me into something else maybe i am what what then Maybe I am that alien that you keep telling me I am. Well, I'm making you burgers, motherfucker. Yeah, so get over it. Well, I want to know how your head gets bigger and smaller. My brain. No, it ain't the more I think it expands. Less I less I do. You might want to get that checked out. (laughs) Why? Because that's not normal. Yeah, well, when we started, your head was the size of a water. Well, let's be honest. The human normality is fucking out of outrageous anyway. So fuck it. You went from a watermelon to a football, dude. How does that happen? I don't know. Sometimes you just roll with it. What are you fucking date? Were you Chris Angel, dude? Mm, Chris Angel has nothing on me. Not one goddamn iota. I'd argue otherwise. What you would argue? I mean, he's probably got a really nice penthouse in Vegas. He's probably got a lot of money. He probably it's, has a lot of cars. It's stuff that I don't even really want, though. Like, why do you even need or want that stuff? Well, I mean, if you had a lot of money, you could buy a lot of land, which you can then have a lot of go-karts. No one wants go-karts on your land anyway. You're a liar and a stupid liar, dude. I promise you, if I have land and go-karts, you will be the first one fucking there to ride them. Be the first one there to burn them. You're a liar. I'm going to pour gasoline all over the track and slick it in oil. And that's fine, dude, because the go-karts are going to be so fast, they're going to go just poof right through it. Oh, poof right through it, huh? Yeah, dude. Mm Mm-hmm. Gold carts are gonna get like chopped, just to roll them oh, down you know the hill, what? You're exploding. Not invited. That's fine. I want to go to your go kart racetrack anyway. Yeah, right, dude. There's gonna be like, I'm gonna have 20 go karts, dude. We're gonna have a go kart front Prix. page news collision on the tracks. The, the infamous story of Travis Burke Mm-mm. dying at the races. Mm-mm. Everyone's mm-hmm. got to sign a waiver, dude. They sign we okay. Signing waivers doesn't mean a damn thing if people get you know you're dying from it. Nah, bro. You, you know what happened is like a spare wheel gets flung off a go kart, hits my, you right in the head. Nope. hits you right in the head. That is your problem because now you're d d e d dead, dude. You gotta wear a helmet. You can wear a helmet all you want. Smashes your face in. 
There's a fucking cage on it. There is no cage when it bounces around inside out throughout the window. You got open, oh, you got open God, windows. Dude. You know, what I'm saying? it just bounces Listen. around the rubber uh, style. Okay, Karen. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Nice. Nice. Trying to get. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I throw. Can't, I can't go. Throw the, the blade on there because the you can't win this one. Just so you just there throw it out there. There could be a five hundred thousand. Stab me with that knife right in my one. knee. <laughs> Try to make me not walk because my legs are broken now. So you just you don't do it. Look at me. There's a five million to one chance I hurt myself on this go-kart mm-hmm. but there's a fucking 10,000 to 1 chance I fucking get hit at this red light but I drive the car anyway there's Ooh. a 1 for 1 chance I'm gonna you're hit you with my fu- car tonight <laughs> you're not gonna do anything it's gonna smack you just like Mr. Mercedes dude, and Stephen f- King now will f- smack dude. you with my car no dude I will flip that fucking car dude you're gonna flip nothing in the car because you're gonna be in a dead end no dude I will flip that little fucking car over dude Ew, and then when it's flipped over on its top I'm just gonna fucking I'm just gonna whip it like this dude like a, like Napoleon Dynamite hitting that fucking tether ball I'm just gonna spin it dude in the middle of the street with you in it I mean none of that's gonna happen yeah it's gonna happen dude cause I'm gonna get my truck and smash your car oh my god you got no tires <laughs> I see the tires. No, bro. I can't. I'm like a little gremlin tire gremlin. I can't. You can't steal them, bro. They're welded on. They're all. Oh, they're well. You got like a zombie car. Yeah, thing they can't going come now, off huh? ever. They what? They never come off. The tires. Yeah, never come and off. I don't want to talk about. What it happens public, if you get dude? a flat? I can't talk about it. There what is no flat. flat. Solid rubber, dude. Yo, they solid rubber, so they just kind of break up in chunks if something happens. Mm, no public talk for you guys, though. The zombie vehicles in the garage are ready to go. It sounds like it. We're ready to do the thing when the zombies come. I forgot to tell you to bring chips. You did. Fuck. I don't have any chips. I'm chipless. Wish I knew I was supposed to bring the chips. I feel like a failure. Son but I, sh- bitch. I couldn't have known. A message God. was lost in translation I to tell you because to it was never chips. sent. Why didn't I tell you that? I don't know. And why didn't you just bring them? I had no idea. It's a cookout. I didn't know it was even a cookout. We're making burgers. That's a, that's a cookout. Sometimes you can cook in. But you'd still bring chips. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Stop trying to ping this on me when it's obviously pinned on you. I think it's 70-30. You can, you can fuck right. It's 70-30. Um, uh, I'll think, settle for 80-20. I think 80% I'm done, and then another 20% done on the way out. So what? Uh, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Hey, we're done with the episode. You guys have a wonderful uh, day, night, time, wherever you're listening to. Merch coming soon. And, And you guys, you just keep it real. And goodbye.